And welcome everybody to the podcast, which is just about just riding about. Yes, it's the just riding about podcast. Now, before we get started tonight, I need to ask you three questions. Question number one, if you're the sort of cyclist who, uh, who, when you note, oh, uh, sorry, it's a little bit unprofessional, this, sorry, sorry, bear me one second. Hello? Oh, hi, Ned. Yeah, how are you? How's David? No, we're, we're doing it now. No, no, I'm not changing the subject. It's, no, well, yes, I do know it's only our third of the year, and, and yeah, no, look, yeah, I know it's your favourite, but look, well, we see Enzo's been ill, and I mean, I've had all sorts of internet problems, so no, I'm not making excuse, it's just, I know, but yeah, look, I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm sorry, Ned. We'll we'll do. Okay, yeah, we're doing it now. Okay, thanks. Uh, uh, say hi to Dad for. Oh, he's gone. Oh well, <clears throat> better get on with it. So my name is Bob, and I am joined, as ever and as always, by my pal Enzo. Enzo, how are we doing? Hello, Bob. Well, mate, yeah, I'm I'm doing okay. Uh, you know, if only the listeners would, you know, know or knew what it took for us to be where we are right now, because we've had all sorts of dramas over the last few days. It's Just been a struggle to record each other, isn't it? It's, it has been. A, you'd have thought in 2023, you know, a couple of blokes wanting to have a chat and to record that chat, you know, with the technology that there is available to to the world, it wouldn't yeah. be a problem. So, if you if you amble across uh, YouTube, any number of YouTube channels, you will find just how easy it is to record a podcast and get your own podcast out there, and it's easy. Everybody's got a podcast. It is. I. I don't know. I don't know. I, I've not found it that easy. You've not found it that easy. Um, yeah. So. Uh, so everything. Everything well with you is all. Is all good. All good, mate. I had the. Um. Had a little bit of the old kind of cold and flu, which exactly. curtailed a little bit of cycle riding. Um. But luckily, that was after I did my kind of uh, uh, sportive, which we kind of touched upon. I think on our last pod. Mm. Um, and it was uh, 80 miles, uh, for those that know the UK, in and around sort of Cambridge and Hertfordshire. Um, it turned out to be 93 miles because I decided, and, I, and I'm glad I did, I decided to kind of ride to the start and ride home from the start. So it, it added on a few extra kind of miles. But it was it was good. It was tough. Um, the weather was absolutely appalling. The wind was terrible. But fortunately, I made it to the end in, in one piece. No punctures as well, no mechanicals, which was surprising because the, the kind of route was strewn with riders um, sort of stopped at the at the side with their bikes upside down as they, uh, <laughs> as they kind of tra- changed wheels and, and, and popped the tyres off and, and put new, uh, new inner tubes. Now, strangely enough, just on that i mean i don't know do you do this mate every time i ride past a cyclist that's kind of on the on the side of the road they're fixing something i kind of always shout to them and say are you all right do you want a hand yes um 
And more yeah. often than not, they say, no, I'm all good. We're all good. Um, but on this one occasion... Yeah. Uh, <laughs> That's the thing. I do that every time. And, of course, live in fear that someone's going to go, yes, actually, please. And I think, oh, well, no, um, now I'm in trouble because it, my it, mechanical it, knowledge is minimal. Well, luckily, mate, I, I mean, it didn't need any of my uh, meagre knowledge. But they did They did say, yeah, can you, can you, mate, can you give us a hand? And what he wanted, he just wanted a, a little... Um, a puncture patch. Oh, okay. Uh, I don't know what they'd done. They'd made a mess. Oh, that I could of, do. Of what yeah. they were doing. Yeah. So I, I gave him uh, my 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 little patch. Um, also lent them a, a blob of glue because they needed a bit of glue, and they repaired the uh, the inner tube. And they said thanks very much. And I went on my merry way. So I kind of did my deed, and I, I kind of like to feel that super doing that saved Told me getting a puncture. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe the old puncture gods were watching down and yeah. that's kind of spared me because I'd done my little deed. But You're buying a little bit of good fortune. Buying yeah. a little bit of good fortune think, for further down so. the track. I think so. Whereas I know I know you've been in the wars uh with the old with the old uh, um you know, whatever sort of mystery infection it was that you sort of ended <laughs> up with there over the last sort of couple of weeks. But um I myself personally am feeling um pretty beaten up today because um because yesterday i fell off no um, way yeah so um it's uh, i mean you know uh, fortunately i wasn't um on the road i mean also fortunately i wasn't off road either i was actually in my spare bedroom but it it that that didn't <laughs> that didn't stop it from hurting like heck and it from being quite dangerous because i fell from a ladder I fell half. I fell from halfway up a ladder, getting into my loft. I mean, I I feel I feel really I feel really quite beaten up. I'm my my neck is sore. My shoulder my shoulders my shoulders are sore. It's not quite coming through. I don't think on the screen. Just what a strange position I'm kind of propped in at the moment. But I sort of fell from about the third run of a ladder. I've got a snap a snapshot in my head of being of getting uh, opening the hatch and getting the sort of like kind of electric cable to switch the light on then the ladder was at a 45 degree angle and my one hand was off it even though i had a snapshot there and at that point i still thought i've got this you know what i mean it was still kind of in my head the yeah. sort of thing no i've still got it and then i i fell kind of um up against a um ikea cardboard box which was holding a a flat pack kitchen cupboard um Ooh. And yeah, and kind of rattled my way down there. And I tell you what, it just it just kind of reminds you. I mean, you know, we're talking about like last week, we sort of said, or last time rather, we sort of said, you know, just go careful out there. But I tell you what, I got away kind of quite fortunate, really. You know what I mean? I've got a bit of a sore, I've got a bit of a sprained hand. My a few fingers are a bit sore, my neck and my shoulders are sore. But man, that could have been worse. Yeah, I was really introduced to just how fragile I am yesterday evening. Yeah, I'll tell you what, stuff falling off a bicycle, it must hurt like <laughs> hell. I can't remember what it's like. I don't wanna I don't wanna I don't wanna replicate it. Um but I mean I've also had some uh as we were saying, some internet difficulty. I did a, a, a an internet test speed and by the uh, a speed test thing, and by the sound of things it was so bad that the the the, the computer basically told me to call my provider, which I did, and then the lady <laughs> sent a man round. So I don't know how slow my internet was, but uh, he came around and he made sure that my internet is optimized, make sure that it could be. Let's just say that on this part of the Isle of Wight, there's that ad that advert where with Kevin Bacon, 
and there's a guy that's on like a cliff edge and there's a robotic arm and there's a bloke somewhere halfway around the world who's a who's a barber and he's giving him like a razor blade shave right yeah yeah made with a robotic arm you know let's just say if that was made on this corner of the Isle of Wight that that would be a much more harrowing advert <laughs> Well, mate, I mean, hopefully, you you know, uh, you know, we won't worry too much about the internet, but <laughs> as long as you're okay and, you you know, you're, you're in one piece, then I guess that's, that's the main thing. <clears throat> but I mean, talking of kind of falling off and, or, or hopefully not falling off. Now you did a bit of a bike, a bit of a bike race not long ago. I did. I, I suspect you didn't fall off during that. I did. Well, I did. I, did. I fell off oh, with that did. as well, actually. Um, but uh, but that was all right. It was that. That was just like a what? A, that was like a low. What I can only describe as a, a, a slow speed, a, a very slow speed tumble. But then again, pretty much everything I did on that entire race was fairly slow speed. So it was it was pretty fine. I mean, um, it was a lot of fun. What I will say, and as you know, we've talked about this before, but you know, if uh, you know, if you fancy, if there's any sort of chance of going for a race, and you know. If, if it kind of opens itself up to you then just have a go because there's something very exciting about pinning numbers on and of course I, I i you know luck of the draw of course the number that i get handed to me on the day 46 oh, wow I mean, come on that what are the chances valentino rossi all <laughs> of the way so i just pretended to be valentino rossi for the day and yeah it's just really enjoyable i mean of course i say enjoyable it was pretty horrible really because of course i was swallowing my lungs for most of it but enjoyable in a pretty horrible kind of a way it's uh, i mean you know in in my my classic style of most things i came in pretty underbaked and pretty underprepared but um i that wasn't going to let me that wasn't going to stop me but um i uh, you know I, I i got around i wasn't last um i was about three quarters of the way down the field but i wasn't but i wasn't last i mean so it was but it was it was a mountain bike cross-country race i should probably say that uh which i don't think i have yet but um so it was on a um like a a, a loop circuit it ran for uh one hour and 15 minutes uh plus a lap i mean that was six times round the round the course so i was riding for about an hour and a half all told it was good i we went up to the went up to the start line and uh you know this is after sort of you know kind of sign on and stuff and went up to the start line and and but everybody the there was kind of hanging back from the from the start line you know everybody was like you know no please after you sort of thing but i just i just went straight up to the front to the to the start line and just put my front wheel on it that's the motocross rider in you i guess <laughs> it might have been yeah just sort of like leaping back about 20 years i was like yes thank you i'm going in here thank you and uh you know i mean i you know and i fought uh, um, and again, like the motocross in me, I fought hard for about the first twelve feet, and then realistically, by about the by about the first two thirds of a lap, then or about well at the end of the first half lap, say certainly two thirds of the field had gone by, but you know they were they were they were certainly on a mission on a mission that I couldn't be living with. It was it, it was top fun. I uh, I was I was going quite. There was a, a few guys that I was able to sort of like ride with. Then, uh, 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 you know, kind of the, the, the first three or the first four of this little group kind of got away a little bit and I couldn't get past the guy that was in front of me. So I slid back a little bit and then he made a mistake and I got past him and then the others were gone. So I suppose a good that after my 40 minute gel, I rode pretty much on my own for the next hour and a half. But um 
But that was probably good because there's no way that I could have uh, physically done anything about any sort of fight. So I was quite happy just to ride around on my own. Um, but yeah, top fun. A little fall on the last lap, but um, the, the the course was was absolutely brilliant. And um, yeah, we swing into round two in two weeks' time. So uh, what, I'm, I'm what were the conditions that. like, mate? What were the just out of interest? Obviously, it was off road, mountain bike. I mean, was it muddy, wet, or was it? I can't remember the kind was of it? weather back then no i mean but by that point i mean this winter has been fairly miserable all round um, in our little kind of uh, corner of the globe but um it was it had been dry for a few weeks and the ground was nice and dry um there was a couple of little places where it was slightly muddy but it was pretty solid all the way around it's quite it was on a hillside so it's kind of quite nice and drained so yes yeah, so there were some really technical bits there were some really fast bits there were some you know really challenging uphill bits to the point that um there was one bit that made me hop off every lap. I just couldn't ride it because it was too steep. And there was another bit that I hopped off on most of the laps as well. Now, here's a question for you. Now that this is, you know, you're, you're going to be doing another one. So you've mm. got your kind of your first race experience. And um, I, do, I do like to talk about tires uh, yep. just because I find it's kind of the easiest thing to change on your bike um, and probably may have the kind of the, the biggest effect Mm. um for you know and this is whether it's road or mountain bike um but this is going to be even more kind of critical on road bike oh no sorry on mountain bikes so given you know the conditions as they were i guess you just used whatever tires you already had on your mountain bike yeah i mean certainly for for, for me for someone of my uh for um someone of my ability level should we say <laughs> um and strength level then um yeah i mean i just had my uh had my kenda honey badges on as uh, uh so so thinking of that yeah now would you feel that you'd probably go for something different on the next one would you kind of look at the weather and think ah this is going to be super wet actually i'm going to go and buy some really thick deep treaded knobbly tires i when I got these, it took me a while to. Well, I say it took me a while to find them. They hit everything that I was wanting, which was. So these are the Kenda honey honey badges. Honey badges, yeah, yeah, yeah. which is not too big a thicker uh, a, a tread pattern, not too big a knobbly, um, and also nice and narrow, because they're only I think they're only like two point naught I think. So mm -hmm. they're um, I will as I said before. Um, off-road off-road certainly i will happily give away grip if it means i don't if i'm not wasting forward momentum i i'll i'll happily kind of ride around things being slippery or go slower in corners if it means that i it, i'm not going to be felt i'm not going to feel like a like a jcb when i'm riding it in a straight line yeah, yeah, yeah. that just gets me down more than anything that kind of rumbly 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 feel i mean how people can ride fat bikes and stay sane i don't <laughs> know it would drive me completely up the wall it, it 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 upsets me just seeing one riding along to be honest Right then, Enzo. So, so on on the subject of it raining an awful lot and the winter being kind of pretty flipping miserable all round, we now stand as we record this. We are on the cusp of April beginning, and uh, you know I'm very glad that March is done. Let's hope that April is better than March. But the because it it and I heard this on the on the TV today it's been the wettest march in like it's been the wettest recorded march in England in 40 years 
Wow. That's a, that, you know, so. I'll tell so, you what though, mate, I bet we still get a hosepipe band come the summer, but anyway, well, that's, a, that's another, that's another possible. discussion. That, that's for another, that's for another <laughs> podcast. But um, I would say that, so interestingly, if it's been the wettest March for 40 years, 40 years ago today, so at the end of an even wetter March than the March that we've just had, okay, and this is interesting, number one in the charts, mm-hmm. Total Eclipse of the Heart by Bonnie Tyler. So, wow. Yeah. So if if you think that it was even wetter for that March than it's been this March, I mean, no wonder that she was falling apart every now and again. <laughs> Do you know what's awful, mate? I, I kind of remember that like it was yesterday. Well, there you go. Well, it wasn't 40 years ago. That's yeah, exactly. Balmy. 40 years ago, yeah. Crikey. Oh, don't depress me, mate. Let's talk about something much more... Uh... Well... <laughs> <laughs> I'm still I'm still going to depress you because I'm going to talk about winter. I'm going to talk Go about on. ways to beat winter because oh, that's better. I when when we were sort of um discussing this uh just uh, just a little while ago and just how miserable everything was. I and and I've uh, I've got out on a few rides that have just been bleak and the the like, like last weekend went out with a with a, a, a group of friends as we're sort of starting a bit of a uh an informal kind of uh bike club and we're having a few kind of mountain bike ride outs now um it it struck me that as i was kind of um as i was chatting away about uh about riding through the 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 rain and the cold that i've got three main things and these are three main things that have struck me this winter that i kind of need to get me through the winter um so i'm going to get your take on them first of all now we've talked about this on the podcast before merino wool Merino wool everything. Yep. Um, I have to concur with that, mate. That is a yeah. uh, winner all day long. The 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 full merino encasement. I am um <laughs> I'm talking base layer, I'm talking socks, I'm talking whatever it is that's made out of merino, put it on your head. A little skull cap, I've got a merino skull cap as well. Um, you know, cracking things, they you know, it keeps you warm, not too warm. Now, um number two. And this is something that's kind of quite new to me this winter because I've got some for Christmas. And I was just like, what have I been doing all my life? Toe covers. Little- I've got toe covers. I've yeah. got them as well. Yes, absolutely. Now, I am going to challenge you on that one, Captain. Okay. Um, so I've got toe covers. They're a bit thin. Um, and I think if it's winter, I'm all day long going to go full overshoes, neoprene the lot. Oh, um, okay. I'm not convinced, for me anyway, that the toe covers are warm enough. But I'm, you know, that that's each to their own. But I, I just don't feel that if it's that cold um, that the toe covers are going are gonna to be enough for me. But it could be just my extremities suffer a bit more than others. I don't know. Well, I don't know. I mean, I... <laughs> I've, I also suffer from the old extremities. I suffer from toe extremities because as we've touched on before, uh, let me just go back into my past for one moment, but ex-motocross rider. Um, and that means I've broken eight of my toes before. Wow. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I, I, I certainly do suffer. And that's the thing, and when, but I've also got size 12 feet. So a lot of the time, those kind of overshoes uh, that you sort of slip over and they go over the whole shoe. For, for someone with a, a more normal foot size, someone like yourself, I'm sure that they're absolutely <laughs> great. However, for me, they are 
it's a, a a battle reminiscent of Jason of the Jason and the Argonauts for me to physically try and get a pair of those over my shoes. Um, do you know what, mate? You you are they do come up tight now. I, I when I, and I've tight. got a like, size what? eight foot, right? But I have to buy like sort of size 10, 11 overshoes mm. just to get the bleaters on because yeah. this I've bought them. Oh, yes. You know, I've bought size eight and they just split because they just don't fit. I, I guess. Maybe the sizing goes on if you were to put them directly over your foot with no shoe on, and then maybe they'd fit. They'd fit. <laughs> well, maybe then I'd get them on. Perhaps that's what I should be doing. But, but you're I, dead right, mate. They're tight. Well, I just find toe covers, just they just kind of do enough. And I, I hadn't realised how much I've been relying on them until one time I rode to work and I and I'd forgotten to put them on. And I got to work and I sort of, you know, unclipped, put my bike away and, you know, locked it up, everything, and then walked from the bike shed into the office. And I was kind of walking. I couldn't really sort of walk. I was sort of tilting back on my heels, trying to keep my feet off the uh, keep my toes off the floor because they were like ice cubes. Wow. So I would really kind of started to like rely on them quick. But anyway, my my final, my final mm. tip, and this is this is something which I think is a is a personal thing for me. I don't I don't know if anyone else does this. The gi- ginger beer in your water bottle. Wow. The, now that's yeah. I'm going to guess that's probably just you. But go on, explain. Well, I mean, ginger beer. I'm, I'm going to have sort of told people this. They've gone flat ginger beer. Nah. I mean, it doesn't have to be. I mean, it it will be, it will be soon enough. You know, because it gets kind of shaken up. But um, and if if you don't sort of open the cap and you ride for the first twenty minutes and then you open the cap with your mouth, you get quite an unpleasant, <laughs> almost like pepper spray sort of scenario where it sort of goes off in your face. But um, uh, but it's good. It's so good. It's it's warm. If you go for you know like a, a, a like a real nice warming fiery ginger beer, um, it just kind of you take a swig. And it just kind of warms you from the inside out. It's like a brandy or a or a whiskey from like a you know little hip flask or something. Yeah, but it's but the main difference between it and brandy is that you can drink a bidon full of it, and you're not gonna then just ride into a field and you know <laughs> fall asleep. But I'm gonna try, try it, mate. I'm, I'm gonna try, try it now that you've said it. I'm gonna I'm gonna try it. Um, I I'll, I'll, I'll have to report back. I, I'm a man who's who's enjoyed a good ginger beer for a very long time and i i got some a couple of winters ago some of these little hi-fi tablets and they were mm. cinnamon and ginger or something they were right, and yeah the they were like winter ones you know and i was putting them in and having those and really enjoying the gingeriness of it and then i was sort of like looking for like a ginger cordial which is you know and i was looking at this one was like four pound fifty a bottle or something one of these sort of artisan it's what it's, it's squash come on it's squash yeah. that's what we're talking about <laughs> And I thought, hang on a minute, what am I wasting my time? Why don't I just put some ginger beer in a bowl? And yeah, that's kept me warm all winter. What a hack. Crazy stuff. <laughs> well, I mean, um, mate, they're all 100% valid. Um, and I don't think I've got a lot more to add in terms of winter. I tell you, well, I've got one, I've got one more thing. And this is, you know, as they say in the old business world, coming out of left field okay. a little bit. Um now I tell you what I have I have kind of started to to kind of understand about my own riding and it could be kind of since the old age starts with a number 5 um 
is I'm less keen on start on going out. Long pause. Do you know what? It's not so much the cold, but if it's if it's chucking it down. If I look out the window now, <laughs> yeah. whereas, you know, a couple of years ago, it wouldn't have bothered me. A hundred percent. But now I'm thinking, you know what? That's not really for me. So I've started to kind of um, convince myself if the weather's bad, um, you know, to, to to sort of not ride. So I guess my winter hack, mate, is is indoor cycling for oh, when it's cold and good. wet. Please leave the podcast. Just... What? What <laughs> is going on? Absolutely valid, mate. Listen, it, it <laughs> keeps you fit. It keeps yes. you cycling. Yes. And it keeps you warm. Just as yes. warm as your little toe caps and your ginger beer there, mate. Well, fair enough. Look, I do realise that even though I will protest about this and go uh, cycling inside, I am literally... And the reason that I've barely ridden for the last two weeks is that I've like looked out the window each morning and just gone, not a there, chance. There you as, go, mate. There as the you road go. falls at a 45-degree angle. <laughs> And I hear the strains of Bonnie Tyler talking about how she falls apart again. It's yeah. I mean, it's been, it's, it's, it's been atrocious. I've been dodging it. So I don't know, maybe you've got the best idea. (laughs) Now, Bob, um, you know, in the past on the, on these podcasts, I've, you know, there's, there's things that have, that get up my, get up my nose a little bit. And, uh, it's, you know, it's kind of the, the, there is a snobbish element to cycling. I think you, you probably agree with me that yes, you know, there's kind of unwritten rules which are kind of balmy, and um, you know, you can only have your socks at a certain length, and you know, just silly things. You know, bar bags for handlebar <laughs> bags. People think that they're right and they're wrong. Oh, mate, we've talked about it before, and I've enjoyed putting a <laughs> pump on every bike that I own. <laughs> but I tell you something that's starting to that I'm you know obviously we all I'm, I'm sure we all watch YouTube and we're all we all subscribe to kind of um you know YouTube uh, cycling content whether it's GCN or you know there's, there's millions of them out there mm. um, but something that's really starting to wind me up and and it's creeping into a lot more of the little videos it's it's kind of people saying that you know the old mechanical group set is dead uh, and that <laughs> everything should go electronic oh yeah this is really starting to wind me up um and this it's and it's said with seriousness i mean i can see already in your face there yes i think you're you're with me on this one and you know oh, this man. is has oh, been creeping into right. probably stuff yeah exactly um and the the worst bit of it, mate, is you know you've been cycling a lot longer than I have. I've been cycling, you know, a few years now, and and it, I always kind of think about the kind of the new person trying to get into the sport, trying to get into yeah. into the hobby. Let's not call it a sport, a hobby. Not everyone's into the the sporting aspect, but you know, if they start to watch a few of these videos and then kind of wrongly assume that unless their bike has got you know, electronic gear shifting, then somehow potentially they've got something that's either old and decrepit or uh, unfit for purpose or, you know, just <laughs> just sort of old fashioned. And no, I mean, it's madness, absolute madness. And it's and it's unfair um, on on on, you know, on the vast majority of cyclists who, you know, have no interest, have no need for a mechanical for a sorry for an electronic group set. Um. I don't know, mate. What, what do you think? Have, have I got a point there? But I, I just think that it's 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 a little. We're going down a, a kind of bit of yeah. a slippery slope here. A hundred and ninety-eight percent. It's a. I mean, um, as far as I'm concerned, electronic shifting is 
What if the um, battery goes flat? Well, well, quite exactly. <laughs> and well, what what happens is that you're you're no longer shifting. Exactly. I mean, you know, realistically, I I think that electronic electronic shifting is basically a it's 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 an answer looking for a problem if that makes some sort of sense it's um see the the it's you know okay, okay it's it's a thing you 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 can you know you bluetooth your thing and you beep and there it, it shifts but i mean a, a wire a, a cable does that were, were, were cables that bad were, were cables so bad that we decided to sort of shift i mean i can kind of think with disc brakes and and calipers and things like you know okay there are different types of brakes and with you know that sort of technology we're we're moving on you know brakes get better and you know discs or whatever I mean a lot of people whatever you know don't like them and some people will hear this and they will be <laughs> and they will be shocked as I'm saying that but you know things kind of move on and I get it but I don't know what was so wrong with having a cable to do it in the first place yeah I mean. The thing, and I'll, we've had this conversation before, and I'll, and I'll say, I might have even said it on the podcast, but I'll say it again now. If there are any um, cyclocross teams out there that want me on their staff as a consultant, um, just get in contact with the podcast, uh, and I'll, I'll happily, we'll, we'll happily work out some sort of a payment uh, option. But the, the thing is, I, you know, from watching cyclocross, there, you know, there's they, they have electronic shifting where if you bang the shifter at a certain angle, um, the thing will go into get you home mode into like a crash mode. Wow. Um, and, you know, in that, the, I didn't know. Yeah. That I didn't know in the same way that if you have, uh, you know, and again, while we're at it, cyclocross teams, stop wearing shoes that have boas on them because, because you bang them against something and the boa snaps off and then yeah. your rider has to come into the pit to change a shoe. Check, put Velcro, Velcro, Velcro is fine. Velcro works. Um, stay with Velcro anyway. Um, but, uh, no, it is, it's, it's daft. It's a preoccupation with something that we don't need. I've got, as it is with, um, lights and with my Garmin and with my phone and with my Garmin watch, I've got plenty of things that I need to charge on a, on a very regular basis anyway. I don't, I'm not looking for something else that part, part of the, part of the joyful thing is about your bicycle is that it's, it is, it's mechanical, it, it, you know, unless you've got an e-bike and if you have, I, I wish you all the best, but that's not what we're talking about. We, if, a, a, a bicycle, a mechanical ride along bicycle is mechanical. It doesn't rely on anything else. That's part of the joy of it. And to sort of think, oh no, I have to Oh no, I haven't charged my shifter, so I, I'm going to have to stay in third all the way home. What the hell? I mean, I get it, mate. I, I get it, and you know everything's going electronic, um, and 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 you know I guess maybe in fifty years' time, maybe you know everyone will be riding bikes with electronic gears. But the the thing that really grates me is you know you you kind of you, you say you're flicking through YouTube and it's and it's headlines like the mechanical group set is dead when it clearly isn't. It's yeah. that kind of, um, you know, the, the way it's being pushed to, to kind of almost force people into wanting to change it just because they don't want to be, you know, left out. When in, in reality, you know, electronic group sets, when you're sort of riding along the road and you, you, with your club friends, 
they are the absolute, you know, I could probably count on one hand the amount of people I know that have got electronic groups, probably even a couple of fingers, if, if I'm brutally honest, yeah, yeah. that have got electronic group sets um, and, and everyone else, everyone, you know, 99.99 recurring a percent of cyclists have got a wire cable and works absolutely fine. It, it's just that kind of high pressure way of telling you that, you know, your cable's no good. Mm. You should be riding mechanical. That's the bit that really gets up my nose. Well, you know, and, and, you know, it does, everything does kind of move on. But the thing is we get too, we get too lost in the thing, in, in everything being, and everything being new and the best and the and and looking for the newest thing and the and the best thing all the time um you know if you look you know we're talking about like you know again bonnie tyler will give her a third mention in this in tonight's <laughs> podcast but the you know if you just look back at say you know kind of when, uh, when chris borman was riding uh pantani uh lauren fignol all of these guys a, a bike that you could go out and buy today for six hundred pounds would be beyond their wildest dreams, and and that is kind of where we're sort of forgetting here. And the, you know, part of the joy of cycling—that's the sort of thing. And it doesn't matter. You know, you look back at the history and all the rest of it. It's a person on a bike riding up a hill, or even riding down a hill, or riding along a flat. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. And you know, yeah. There are, you know, some some bikes are nicer than others, and they'll shift better, and 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 that's great. But look, I mean, if if you've ever ridden a bike with friction shifters, then <laughs> then, then and that's the thing. I know guys out there that love friction shifters, um, but you know, the the whole thing of just sort of like you know, kind of clicking the little lever over and just going click click, ah, oh, lovely, so much better than <laughs> friction shifters. Now, instead of getting that click, you'll get like a beep. I don't know. Is that much better? It, it just moves it over. But um, yeah, I, I, I don't know. I think that's, and that's the thing. It's a, it's a, it's a preoccupation in the cycling world, but I suppose it's a preoccupation in a lot of different worlds. It's just the new thing. You know, have you seen the new thing? Have you got the new thing? How long will it be until you get the new thing? The new thing is what you want. Um, and I don't know. A lot of the time it isn't. Right then. So I think that's pretty much it from the uh, podcast, which is just about just riding about. I've just um, got to say uh, thank you very much for listening to us uh, for this episode. Thank you very much for waiting for this episode. I know it's been a while, um, but uh, we've had we've had all sorts of mountains to climb and uh, we're happy in the knowledge of uh, chatting away to each other here for close to an hour without really knowing if this is going to work or not but you know that's part of the joy of it all um so we'll we'll all keep our fingers crossed um i'm also going to say thank you to uh to bill hooper and tasha fights tigers for their uh phenomenal music that uh we we play every single episode uh, and hopefully we're going to play in this one again that comes down to how well this software uh plays ball but we'll find that out later so i guess We'll just say cheerio until the next time and, uh, you know, keep writing about and we'll see you then. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. It was just buzzy, buzzy, buzzy.